Now. It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young nigga. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we spoke we we're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. Yeah, I'm on, they said. You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? This gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. successful. and all that she is near um of course welcome to another episode of two birds and one stoner and this is an episode that's a little near and dear to my heart because mostly well let's be honest let's be honest mostly it's because well it's about getting old man it, it, it's about the real deal brother it's about the real smitten on the kitten there son um, we're getting old, and we are not. Um, we're not getting any younger, and we're we're uglier. No, okay, that's just, that's just me. Oh, oh, no, that's just me. I there. I'm being told that's only me. The rest of y'all are right. I don't feel about that. Kind of hurts a little. Kind of, kind of offended. Maybe a little bit of offended. Um. I know we're going to have Chris Watkins in here. It looks like, I mean, we might even get a little visit from old Chucky boy. Um, who knows? You never know. We, you know, we let anybody swing by that we want. We're going to get Chris in here in a second. But before we could do that, let's get to what do we have on the show today for you? Well, real simple. We have getting old from retirement to taxes. It's all changing. Hey, as long as you beat those, not though, right? Hey. And then, of course, we have uh, getting that outdoor in the ground, though, for show, bro, because it's May, yo. But it's not the same for everyone everywhere, is it? And that's where we've brought in our professional grower, the mad scientist, a.k.a. Michigan's madman. A- okay, that's not one of them. A.k.a. Michigan's mad scientist. Um, uh, Michigan's botany bonanza the bionic botany man i don't know okay i give up so chris watkins of course from high tide stick welcome to the show my friend how are you doing what up what up oh damn okay so anyway um of course you're gonna be of course a great great uh uh chuck chuck uh the botanical bonanza i called you and he he apparently he really liked that one um of course don't forget you can check out chuck and dillinger on their show 
Control alt throw against wall. Throw against the wall. I was messing up. Control alt throw against the wall. Um, great show, by the way. They're funny. Their last show, I was like, well, you know, at least around this part, at least around this here parts in this station, shares butts in somebody's good hands. And those hands are Chuck and Dillinger, goddammit. Um, so um, as, as you're meeting some of the new characters around here at the, at the Wake and Make America radio station, um, enjoy them. Have fun. Um, there's much more here than just a political show that's not even here anymore, actually, or a quirky news show like this and a uh, great sports show of other quirky shows. And, of course, don't forget Newbie and the Doobie also coming in at you uh, nice and buttery from canada in the toronto area that's right our toronto two as i like to call them uh coming to you guys live and then of course don't forget um i'm trying to get the boys in here for blood flip from i'm trying to get the boys in here from blunt football talk because i would like to um <laughs> Get them in here and talk about like the new schedules that just came out, you know, like kind of a who's going to play who situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they want to do a show. He already said no. He said no, no, not this show. He's like, I'm not getting on your stupid show, Trey. And I'm like, I'm not even talking about this fucking show, asshole. Shut up. You know what happened, Big Brothers is like you, Preston. It's like you. <laughs> I don't have any brothers. That's where that joke lands really hard on him because he is like a him and Scott's like a pain in the ass little brother. Like it's for real. It's for real. <laughs> uh, by the way, shout out to podcast P and Scotty Pimpin from the Blunt Football Talk Show. That's the NFL and sports talk show that we do. We divvy in a we we divvy in a little bit of sports, but we mostly get really hardcore into um well everything. Okay. Um, now, what I want you to do, Chris, is talk a little bit about what High Tide Stick's going to be for about 35 seconds, roughly. Well, hopefully it's High Tide Stick if we can get some things twisted out. And, uh, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be more of a informational, scientific, who's who's, what's what of cannabis growing, uh, scientific research and studies coming up. Um, and hopefully some events this year. That's pretty cool, man. I got to tell you, I'm excited for your show. I know everything about it without ever hearing a word about it because I, I, I just know what you want to do. Um, you want to get it back to the, to the sort of science and madness of it all. And I love that. I'm excited well, for you. You know, just kind of to help, you know, some people be more informed about, you know, just being selective on who they listen to on YouTube. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I hear birds chirping in the background. I'm like, what the fuck? Hold on. I'm here. Here's the little birds I can make. Crows, <laughs> man. It, 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 like, that, that, that hits hard in October, but not right now. Right. They're yeah, like, we have little leet leet birds now. It's, it's awesome. We have what they call chimney swifts that fly around at night. They eat bugs and mosquitoes. <laughs> so they do their job. Okay, I'm with that. Yeah, right. Um, you know me, anybody who's out here doing their job, I'm cool with them. You're my guy. <laughs> um, so I got to tell you, man, um, let's go ahead and let's dive into our first subject. Now, obviously, you kind of you kind of got the right vibe, though. You're out on the back porch. You got the birds chirping in the background. Oh, Trey's got his crows. 
I'm out by the bonfire burning one. Oh, damn, man. Now you're just trying to make me jealous, bro. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> stop. Stop it. You're down. down. I'm not nice anymore. Stop. So we're sitting around the bonfire. Well, one of us is. I'm sitting next to a house fire. I mean, not literally, though. That, that, okay, I probably sold that the wrong way. Um, although, <laughs> at times, feels like a dumpster fire. That's not what I meant. Um, I have a, a gas fireplace, so I really have a year-round fire. Whatever I want, you know? <laughs> But it's not the same. I'm not going to Like, it don't hit the same. You know that it ain't the same. <laughs> not the same as, like, sitting outside with a hoodie on or a tank top if it's warm enough yet. And just sitting by the fire. And sometimes you got a tank top. And then sometimes it gets a little too warm. So you got to back up. Yeah, right. You know, White like, man, big, build big fire to stand far away. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. <clears throat> whew. So, anyway. Um, but getting old, man, it can be fun. I mean, it can be a bit of a task, a bit of a joy, a bit of a, this for podcast, be a bit of a fanfare. Um, it can be entertaining. It can be sad. Um, I think the worst part about getting old is more people die as I get older. Right. Like friends and family and stuff start. Yeah, man. And then also, I start to realize, like, my spot in the line ain't so so close to the back anymore. <laughs> like, I start looking around, and I'm like, there's there's more people that are younger than me than older than me. Like, my spot in the line is moving forward. Like, I'm not okay with it. <laughs> the one line you don't want to make it to the like, door. Like the, one, the one line you're trying not to get to the front of is the goddamn line I'm getting to the front of now in my life, and I don't like it at all. I'm like, no, this is not okay with me. I do not like this. I mean, I literally feel like every year I'm like, okay, is this the year? And it's like 10, 9, 8, 7, Is this the end for me? Here, baby Jesus, Muhammad with your little Buddha diaper. Damn it, I missed Kwanzaa in that, didn't I? Damn it, damn it, damn it. And I missed I missed Jew, I missed Jews too. Damn it! I damn it. Ah, anyway, I was trying to like rep everybody and just said a really funny line. That's about all I did there. <laughs> all right. So, um, but getting old's different, man. You start changing tax brackets. You start changing friends. You start realizing some of these dipshits ain't never gonna change. Ever gonna be any different? I mean. You start really what realizing who's that mother in your life doing all that and messing it up. I just want to use the bleep instead of actually saying the cuss words. Well, you you actually start to slow down and think about where where you want to go, what you want to do. You know. Oh, I'm thinking about like being able to like retire. Maybe um, I'm actually want to buy a house now because where I live, you if you don't buy a house till you're like 35 to 45, that's normal here. Right. So I'm like in that grouping now. I'm like, I need to buy a house. Dude, I I check my credit score like at least every week or two. Right. Like 
shit that I did. I'd be like, oh, this is going to destroy your credit. I was like, oh, I beat child support. I ain't worried about that bitch for 20 years. Fuck it. Yeah, right. Now, I'm checking that motherfucker every week. Like, did it go up? Did you see I paid that credit card bill? I'm, <laughs> house. I'm over there knocking on experience, experience door. Like, hey, experience, did you get the bill? I want to know, did they tell you I paid the damn bill early? Experience, do you hear me? They're like, drag <laughs> yesterday it doesn't work like that <laughs> like I'm, I'm so damn serious about my credit now being older i think that the young folks i always say my kids man i tell them all the time dude i say enjoy your youth please enjoy it for me Every time i see my son snowboarding i'm like enjoy your youthful knees you bastard you were smart you played soccer not football like your old man <laughs> right you're also smart enough to stop playing when you became an adult i just kept playing like a dumbass Okay, I had fun, but still, watching him snowboard and I can't, it, it, there's this weird part of me that, like, is hurt. Not for not anything to do with him. It's all about me. I'm that you, selfish anyway. You're that broke down now? You can't go boarding? I can. I just can't do anything fun. Like, go jumping off fucking cliffs and shit like I used to when party I was a party pooper. <laughs> but no, I would. If my son said, Dad, I'm coming to pick you up on a Wednesday, take a PTO day, we go on snowboarding, dude, I'm in. If, if you ever hear this, Kevin, I just want you to know that I'm that dude. I'll buy the beer. I'm that dude. I'll get high at freaking two miles up. I'm about that life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's me on the speed lift, bitch. <laughs> I'll be up on that motherfucker like, like I'm telling you, bro. I'll be, I'll, I'll, dude, I'll eat some shrooms before I go snowboarding. <laughs> 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 I got the last episode. She's like, Is hey, fairy dust? it's good for everything. <laughs> so, you know, I, you know, to bring it to a more, more surreal situation, though, I mean, I agree with you, though, like, Oh, oh, oh. I, I'll agree with you that um, I think that like like I've, I've had so I've had some friends die that it's like kind of their own fault or whatever you know or they went into some shady shit picked the wrong fight with the wrong guy one of my friends literally picked a fight with the wrong guy and got shot and killed man Be and because and he picked the fight so the other guy wasn't even really in the wrong right right so and and you know trying to couple with the fact that you you love your boy but you know that he made a mistake these are the things that you just don't face when you're 20 years old or 10 years old or 15 and you know your buddy makes a mistake you'll see him in five to ten you know you'll have kids by then right like like it's just you're young you have that time and i think that that's the one thing that i noticed we just i tell people i'll tell them like the hardest thing for me to understand was is that i'd get old I mean, for Christ's sakes, Chris, I still look like I'm a 25, 30 year old dude, man. I'm pretty oh, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping it together pretty damn well. I still go to the gym uh, roughly every other day now. I'm starting to wear down a little, you know, where I can't do it every day. I mean, I can, but I don't want to. I want to watch sports and drink liquor. <laughs> Just saying. Smoke pot. Um, you know, margaritas are my thing. You know, I've been, uh, I, if you come see me and I don't, you know, run over to the liquor store, uh, and grab some margarita mix uh, stuff to make margaritas or just buy the, the I usually honestly I just buy the Jose Cuervo golden margaritas pre-mixed that shit's fire 17 12 15 I don't even know what the percent is I'm making it up because it's that good that I don't care 
Come um, out there and, and I get my head pin in my flower and I'll just get fucked up and watch basketball or something. It's fun. I'll, I'll come out and show you how to make your own tequila. Bro. <laughs> so I'm so far. <laughs> come again. <laughs> Cause I'm about that life. Like, wait, what? <laughs> oh my. Hello. <laughs> so, um, I do love tequila. That is something. Like, even one time I was like, you know what? I had a terrible week. And you know what? I don't care. And you know why? And Kemi was like, because tequila. And I was like, no, no, no. I mean, that's true, too. But I meant weed. This time I really meant weed. <laughs> I'm not blaming it. I'm not blaming it this time. I meant it. Like, bring the weed and tequila. We need to talk with, you know, baby Jesus, golden fleece diaper with your Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah, and all that with the uh, Budapest. Ellie. Mm. All babies are basically baby Buddha. They got fat belly, ball head. Tell me I'm lying. Oh, right. No, I'm just playing. All right. So um, I, I think that it's interesting that like I need like different levels of insurance now. Like I kind of had the I ain't fucking worried about it level of insurance. Um, well, coverage, and, whatever. And, and now, yeah. And now you walk out the door and you worry about am I going to get injured and be able to go to work tomorrow? <laughs> Bro, I've had two fucking hernia surgeries in the last 20 or hold on wait hold on let me get this right two hernia surgeries in the last well now it's over two years or over a year now because but by the when i had the other one it was within a year ow yeah and it was the same spots because they broke oh you mean because their fix it didn't fucking fix Okay, so that's a debatable thing, but my lawyer is like, that's like a $50,000 case. He said, it's not even worth your time unless it's two hundred k. And I was like, you are a greedy bitch, and I hate you, but yet love you at the same time somehow. Right, because you're still going to pay her. You work for me, so I love you, but you're still an ambulance chaser. So in my heart, <laughs> I despise you as a human, but yet you are how I'll get paid? I don't even have a problem with my lawyer hearing that. They know how I feel. I'm like, remember... I chose your profession out of high school and then decided it wasn't for me. There's a difference between us. <laughs> and I'm thankful for that. I am too, because I'll tell you what, had I, you know, went, you know, in that straight career of law, I probably would have just done a bunch of cocaine and fucking party and been a fucking a snob, you know? Right. Right. But my shit didn't stink because I am from nothing, you know, and a lot of people that make it that are from nothing, they actually act like pricks if you really want to know the truth sometimes. They're, they're worse than the people that had it. And also, a lot of us that, that, that try to make it, um, there's the other half of us that actually when we get up in the ranks of stuff, we don't think we're better than anyone. Um, I've only said, do you know who I am on drugs? Okay, let's just be honest. <laughs> Right. Like, I was also real, like, you know, uh, the weekend, uh, uh, my dark times moment. And uh, that's a song, by the way. That's why I said it that way. But it's just cool that it actually was his name and the song are a literal state of my life. Right. Weekend, dark times. <laughs> so, um, but no, man, I, I think getting old is crazy on the insurance side because, yeah, like, I, I'm, I, I, I'm like, hold on. Shit might break. Hold on. Shit might fall apart. <laughs> like, hold up. <laughs> Shit might quit working. <laughs> it's like the warranty running out on your car. <laughs> Dude, I am the car in 
life right. warranty. I don't know. It sounded like a good way to pose that, but you never know. You know, I kind of just roll with it. You know that. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and yep. insurance. What F about insurance when you get older? Great comment. Great comment. If you pay me, that's the lawyer's mentality. You ain't <laughs> lying, dude. Um, as long as they get their money, they ain't mad at you. The problem is, is they want their money or they might get mad at you. It's an okey-doke circus of horseshit. But on the flip side, you have a couple cool guys telling you about it, man. And we don't like it either. Okay, let's just be honest. So, um, you know, Chris, I think, so I don't know about other people, but I will say that my sex life in my 40s is great. Um, are no, really not no different than in my thirties. Um, although with less people as in <laughs> a lot uh, less. Yeah. My twenties and my thirties, you know, I was a free loving spirit and we'll leave it at that. Um, in my forties, I'm a single soul companion at this point, you know, like things have changed. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you go from being Trey Ho to Trey Yo. And then Trey, no, 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 Trey, no. <laughs> um, so, um, I think that having adult children's cool, which is what the show next is about. Um, next, next episode is about having adult stoner children. Um, I got a lot of mooch complaints. I'm not gonna lie. Um, there, not everything's a benefit, right? <laughs> um, but. Before we can get to that, um, I did want to go through some more old stuff that um, I'm not looking forward to and may have experienced once or twice, but don't want to talk about it at this point. No, I'm just playing. But um, so uh, you got to get your keister checked, right? Like my dad used to tell me about this when I was in my 20s. He said, oh, you just wait. You just wait. I'm going to shove one up there. You better hope it's, you better get, better get the girl doctor. I actually took his advice. My doctor is a girl. Um, so you, you actually went and got scoped? No, 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 no. But I've had the old prostate check. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had the old one finger oil check. Yeah. That's yeah, right. <laughs> one finger oil check. And praying to God she didn't sharpen her fingernails. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sometimes she does have her nails did, but oddly, <laughs> I've never noticed that on, you know, oil check day. <laughs> I, maybe I don't pay attention. Maybe she does me a solid. We'll never know. <laughs> no, maybe she's got a special finger for that. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, if she had man hands, I'd be like, can we go for the pinky? Yeah, you know, the right. Maybe can we tone it down a bit? <laughs> <laughs> hands or sausages like mine. We gotta have a co different conversation. Like if your doctor comes in with like offensive lineman hands, I'm gonna be like, uh, sir, I need to cancel this appointment, please. <laughs> Sir, that is molestation, sir. I'm sorry. Like you have you you've touched me now. <laughs> Come out there, Chris. I'm like, tell me where he touched you, Dre. I'm like, son of a bitch, you're old too. You know where he touched me. <laughs> so I gotta ask you. You're a little bit older than me. So um I always make the joke that you're that you're that generation. I think all I, why I vibe with you so much is you're the generation from like all my crazy cousins from like Michigan and Ohio, you know? Right. And you're from their generation and they're the guys that I grew up with and looked up to as a kid. And you know, they'd beat the tar out of me and at the same time would beat the shit out of you and if you ever touched me, kind of kind of cousins, you know. Right. And, uh 
And so I think that's why I vibe with you because you're from that same kind of vibe as them, which I love. Um, I got to ask you, though, what what about getting old is like where you're just like, meh, whatever. All the drama. Dude. I have so much less drama in my life because I've learned to phase those people away because I know I don't need that. Dude, not only that, but can we just throw out not just the drama, but like when people come to me with drama, like I recluse now. Right. I go, I walk away or oh, I go hide. I'm like, <laughs> I shut off my phone. I'm like, don't call me with your nonsense. The only people that are allowed to call me with their nonsense are my cubs because I made you. Like, I have taken a lifetime vow to put up with your crap, unfortunately. And that means all your horror shit. But outside of those lifetime goals, there, <laughs> um, <laughs> The I don't really yeah like when people have drama even at work everybody's like coming to this meeting so we can have this meeting about all this drama and I'm like nah dogs I'm cool I go because it gives me an excuse to not have to do work for an hour but I don't actually want to be part of the conversation and then because I'm Trey I get drugged into it. Well yeah you're very opinionated though. But you know I cannot talk either. They're like oh my god <laughs> right. the person that works just did and I'm like no please tell me tell me <laughs> I'm that asshole I want to know. So getting old has not been as great as I thought but at the same time it's not as bad as people think. I think that you realize that you will you I you know what I, you know I've been a reporter for like 10 years in regular news and another 10 doing sports stuff. And, and that was right. all freelance fun work, but at the same time, it was still reporting and chasing, chasing down stuff and information and so forth. But um, I think that after covering so much junk for so long and everything, I think that I've gotten to a point where um, it's just stuff isn't as big of a deal that people think is a big of a deal. And I have a hard time like showing empathy on bullshit, right? Like what is just blatant, just, like, you're just fucking whining. Just stop. You know what I mean? Right. And, because as you get older, you learn to filter some of the shit out. Yeah, when I was younger, I used to be a dick about it. I'd be like, you're clipping a pussy, bro. Now right. I'm older, I'm like, no, we do all have feelings, but could be in a bitch right now. <laughs> um, I will tell you that my daughter softened me up. True story. Facts are the facts, man. My daughter softened me up over the years you know they're all grown women now you know I, I just had a daughter who had her baby her, uh the first of my girls that had a baby my my oldest boy does have a a, a job of you know the boys with my daughter-in-law obviously but yeah um, grandpa yeah grandpa grandpa life and that's why i wanted to do this getting old episode because i think that there's the bittersweet the bitter the sweet and then the the the, the nonchalant like about the bullshit like we were talking about like, I really just, people be coming to me and like, oh, oh my, my mom's still like that old hen in the, in the coop. Just <laughs> and I'm just like, she has no, I'm not even, like, this is how much I don't even give a shit, Chris. I don't even give a shit enough to tell her I don't give a shit. I just let her carry on in the message thread. Don't say nothing. I just don't I, answer. Yeah, not, not to be mean. I've learned with my mom that sometimes I just need to keep my mouth shut and let her talk. You're right, though. You are right. <laughs> I, you know, that's how. Covered your death, but but you a lot, lady. Whew. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but um, I think that that's like you said. Those are a couple things that really stick out to me. Probably pretty hardcore. Is that 
I just don't give a shit about stuff I used to think mattered the most. Right. My dad told me that would happen, by the way. My stepdad, he told me that would happen. He was like, you're just not going to give a shit about none of this when you get older. And I'm here and he's right. Thank you, old man. Because you fucking right. I do not give a shit anymore. I'd be laughing now. Oh, my God. Like, my kids used to do shit. Oh, I'd lose my shit. <laughs> oh, my God. These fucking heathens are mine. You know what I mean? Like, did I do that shit? Like, did I create you? Like, what the? Like, sometimes my kids would do shit. I'd be like, you are fucking the big R word. <laughs> I fucking made you. So am I the R word, too? <laughs> you know? And then you're like, damn it. Man, damn it. Like, I'm a bad person. Am I a bad person? And then they have kids. And well, then are, when they have kids, you're like, ah. Are we like a cannabis plant where you, you clone it too many times and then, uh, you know, just ain't the same stock anymore? Right. I'm telling you, it cracks me up with the kids, dude. Like, watching them and then seeing my grandkids do stuff, I lose my shit laughing. I have been chastised for laughing at his deplorable behavior, the oldest one. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Because he was doing so. Oh, he walked into the kitchen and got a glass of water. Because he's like, pulling up where he can reach the cup to the spout on the fridge. So he walked out in the kitchen. Now, you got to remember, he wasn't at my house either. So the little extra laugh because I knew I wasn't going to have to clean it up. But anyway, um, so he comes out of the kitchen and dumps this cup of water on the floor. And my daughter-in-law is like, because she tried to run and catch him before he got it. And I, I feel like he may have dumped it out faster, actually, because he knew she was coming. Either because of, oh, shit, or I plan to accomplish this mission. But either way, I respect the shit out of that decision by that little man. And then I laughed so hard. And she turned around and she was like, I'm just going to be frank. But again, back to the part where it's at someone else's house and I didn't have to clean it up. Hey, grandparent life. Great, buddy. Let me tell you. So. Um, it, you know, it's fun to become a grandparent. I'll admit that. But, um, there are times where I look at, you know, people with their little kids and I'm like, son of a bitch, I miss my kids when they were little. And they like thought I was a superhero and my kids really thought I was Batman for literally like five years, bro. Seriously. What, they, thought I was Brown Bruce Wayne. they thought I was Brown Bruce Wayne. And I also had, I also had a Batman get up that was like the real rubber suit get up level. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, one year I went to I went to Comic Con with the Batman mask in a suit, all tore up and tattered, and I was like, I'm, I'm, uh, oh, oh, I went as I remember what I said I said I went as I said I went as broke Bruce Wayne, so instead of like having the whole Batman suit, all I could afford was the mask, <laughs> <laughs> and my suit was all in tatters because I'm again broke Bruce Wayne. And uh, me, I, I've won several costume contests with different people. Oh man, we—I've had friends, dude, and female friends, or we went in as like a theme, and kicked that ass on that theme shit. Oh, we've had—I've had some fun with Halloween's one of. Have I ever told you that Halloween's like literally my favorite holiday? It's so yeah. fun. Oh That's my god! Be another reason why we get along. Yep, it is. It really, it's like I don't have to buy everybody a bunch of shit. It's really cool. I get to be like cosplay level fun. I mean. I think the I one be year, a different me. There's the year me and Cammy won. Me and Cammy won. One year she won without me. They like I literally got kicked out of the costume contest so she could win. I was like, "Are you fucking serious? Like we are a we're Batman and Poison Ivy a or duo. I don't remember what her. Maybe it was Batman and Poison Ivy. Either way, I got kicked out the damn circle, and I was like, "What the hell?" And she did win. 
So whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no, we won the year we went as Gomez and Mortish Adams too. We killed it. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, we slayed it. Bro, I wore a wig. I look like I had hair always. <laughs> yeah, Been we... a while since you had that. Oh, when I looked in the mirror, I was like, I look like my oldest son. Like I didn't recognize myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> um Doppelganger. So... I do want to move into our second subject uh, real quick here, as in my opinion, it may be more important at this point than just how we feel about getting old and crusty, right? Um, your weed. It is that time of year. We're in that we're in that mid-May now, right? Or we're in that what, what I call the first third of May. Because um, you have to, when you do planting, you can't just go like week by week. You like have to look at it in thirds because the weather usually goes in pat, like 10-day patterns, you know? Um, but, or... Sort of. It just depends. If here's where you live. Here's like 10-day patterns, though. Like, usually we have like 10 days of really warm weather, and then 10 days where it'll cool down a little bit. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and that even happens in the winter or summer. doesn't matter. And then well, yeah, but we get nowadays, nowadays, you really have to watch it even closer than that, I think, because of the change in the weather patterns. I mean, you, you might want to go a four-day stretch if you're trying to plan things because... I mean, and you have to watch when it rains and when it doesn't rain. You also have to know, like, here in Colorado, it can snow one more time. Um, usually between now and the – usually about between now and the 31st, it will get uh, will get a cold front. It's like a last little Arctic blow, you know? Yep. And because of us still being just close enough to those Arctic air masses, it, it is cold enough to snow. I've seen it break trees in front of my, my place um, because the leaves had already been all the way out and it was like a heavy wet snow and it literally just was shattering cheese it, trees. It wrecked crops in Colorado. Oh yeah. Little crop. cannabis yeah. crops. Both, both. But I will say that people around here are a little bit more adapt to that last snow than they are with cannabis because, you know, we've only been at this, you know, legally outdoor doing it like that all out in the open in front of your face level for like 10 years now, you know, 10 or 11 years um, on the, on the recreational side, on the medical side. Um, I'll tell you that I didn't start growing until the, um, uh, 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 I didn't start growing my own until after recreational, to be honest. No, wait, no, wait, wait, no, 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 no. I started growing before rec because you got to remember I had a weed license before you had a weed license before. So, or before it was, uh, the other one, but anyway, so that's why I'm like, I could get weed before we had to worry about the, that's why I laughed at my brother-in-law when he came in. He's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, same shit I've been doing. Go buy my weed. Duh. Right. But yeah, man. It's been a, uh, shall we say a daisy, my friend? Are you trying to get it to where you can grow your own again? Um, I would love to have my own house so I could grow my own again. Or, you know, rent a place where I could grow my own or whatever the case may be, you know? Do those exist out there, though? Uh, well, I mean, I would Rental like... Rental properties. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes they, they, they don't really advertise that way, but they just won't, it won't be in your lease and that's how you'll know you're good. Right. Um, right. And then some places go, you know, a lot of places go through, um, uh, uh, like they go through like a, uh, like a real estate broker or whatever to take care of the property and stuff and all that. So if that's the case, then it's just going to be in the lease because the broker put up your lease. Right. Right. And, then the, and the brokers probably told the landlord the 10,000 reasons why something might go wrong if it will. Right. 
It won't. You know how that goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then a lot of landowners and a lot of property owners are, are actually older and don't prescribe to the lifestyle. So we may be, <clears throat> you got to remember, we're in the generation that was cool. So they have to own all these properties that their parents who are not cool own, if that makes better sense. Right. So what do you recommend on planting? What are some planting tricks? What are some tricks of the trade maybe people can try to use? Well, you know, d definitely watch your weather. That That's key, most important. I follow the Farmer's Almanac a lot. Um, they're pretty close to uh, tight predictions. The and Farmer's then, you know, Almanac, huh? Right, you, you, <laughs> you know, it, it's a job. Growing cannabis just isn't, just isn't you know, I'll throw it in the ground. It'll grow like you grow a tomato plant in your garden. <laughs> It can be, but your weed isn't going to be very good. Right. You're going to be disappointed. That's for sure. I mean, extremely disappointed would be the word because <laughs> you're going yeah. to have 20 pounds of nothing. Right. Right. And or seeds. I mean, you, you have to make sure you're not getting male plants. You have to make sure. Dreaded H and males. Oh, my God. They drive me nuts. And, you know, it, you freak out. plants that hermaphrodite, you know, it happens. Uh, stress. Uh, can cause hermaphrodition. Yeah, outside, uh, it a lot of weather stresses. Definitely a lot of weather stresses. You know, and that's another reason why you have to watch when you make that first decision to actually get your girls in the ground outdoors. Um, you know, and then just a feeding program, a solid feeding program. You know, even if you're a beginner, if you just take some of the basic nutrients that you can pick up in any hydroponics store and just you know, do your research, follow the numbers. They have those charts and stuff on the bottles for a reason. I mean, someone's already tried this stuff. And messed stuff up. Oh, and, yeah. And didn't use enough. So they figured it out. Yeah. And, and that's another reason why you have to pay attention to them every day. You have to worry about pests. You have to worry about outdoor animals affecting your cannabis. Um you're doing outdoor, man. You've got a, a few more things because you can't control your environment in that situation. Yeah, it's a lot more challenging. And then, you know, the feeding. You're going to be feeding a little different than you would indoors because, I mean, that's where you have to watch when it's going to rain. You don't want to be feeding uh, expensive chemicals and nutrients. And then they're washed right out into the soil. Oh, yeah. Right. See that? So you so you add the newts, like after a rain. I'm guessing outside. Um, you know you you're gonna want to give it a day or at least half a day, so that the residual yeah the residual water will subside, and then when you give the plant the nutrients, it'll actually have time to take the nutrients up without being other minerals and nutrients in the way from the rain. Right. Do you get like better nutrients because of the rain or no? Um, you know, some people say or yeah, some people rain say no. But rainwater is more RO neutral, you know. I mean, you would have to have a pretty intense meter in order to find out what nutrients are actually in the rain because it's gonna be different every time. And so low. Right. And and it's gonna be micro for sure. Dang. All right, science guy. You're like, well, that's that's why you can't just put marijuana outside and think you're going to get something out of it without, 
you know, it needs TLC. That's all there is to it. Oh, my God, yeah. I love when the people are like, I'm just going to throw this in my window and it's going to grow. And I'm like, oh, it'll grow because it's a fucking plant. But good luck. Well, no, you, you can throw it in the window and grow it, but you still got to take care of her. You don't take care of her. She ain't going to take care of you later. Ah. You know, and then. Bob, I mean, I think people don't realize that, like, sometimes I'm thankful I buy weed. <laughs> that someone else deals with all those all the hassle all the trouble the you know like they're like especially when you're talking about like right before you're about to crop out and all that you gotta sit there and deal with like flushing it you gotta freaking check it every freaking chance you get because you're trying to catch some trichomes in the perfect creamy color yep. and um it's just it's the curing process yeah the curing process all of it man takes time it, it's it's a labor of love though what you get out of it in the end is you know quality yeah. cannabis if you do it right yeah that is the fact i mean there's no denying that ever that is one thing that i truly truly enjoy um about what we get to do and what we get to watch and the fun we get to have with plants because at the end of the day you get to grow your own medicine it's really cool i do miss that part won't lie um Funny enough, every time like my bank calls me, they're like, your interest grew or whatever, you know, yeah. they send a little plant emoji and it makes me think about growing weed every time. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so, um, there were times when I was like trying to coach BWE football and take care of my plants. So I had the light cycle set to where it'd come on at like five in the morning so I could go on in there and deal with them. Right. And, and um, I had it going off at like five at night when it was on its twelves, you know, and, uh, I'd have to get in there. Like I'd get off at work at three and I'd come straight home and I'd go in there and water them real quick before they went to bed, you know? Yeah. Oh, uh, it was, it was a in and out, but twice a day job. And then I was still trying to coach sports and have a regular job. Like it's a lot of work. Like I, like I said, I think people, um, who get in young or early or just don't know about it, um, ain't never really took care of plants to begin with. Ain't never gardened. You know, um, they find out very quickly that it's actually a lot of work and, and, and it's, it's not cumbersome to a degree, but it's, um, with the weed, you're, you're dealing with something that's producing a, a, in a sense, a psychoactive drug. So, or whatever. Um, but it's, it's, it's creating a drug that's active, right? It's not corn or tomato, right? <laughs> I'm trying to trying to explain that there's like a little bit more to it because it's doing something else. You know what I mean? Like you obviously want to grow good corn, but if it's a little fucked up, you can still eat it. If the weed's a little fucked up, it may not actually be medicating you right. Well, yeah, what's going to happen is your compounds that you're going to get out of it are not going to be the same as if it was fed properly. Gotcha. I mean, it's, it's like having a baby or a kid, you know, if you don't feed them, they won't grow. Well, Fact. you don't feed cannabis, it, it's not going to produce the trichomes. The plant's not going to metabolize the the sugars. Oh, yeah. And, yeah some of the molasses, some of them sweet berry juices. Yeah. And, you know, without trichome production, you really just have hemp. Honestly, yeah. I mean, damn. You have the governor's sweet tea, sir, the governor's sweet leaf. <laughs> um so I mean, you, you could still juice it. I mean, if you, you wanted to do that type of thing with it. 
it's not a total loss you know what i'm saying oh, even a male plant putting in a juicer yeah oh oh do tell just just like wheatgrass oh well then that's interesting i didn't know that was a thing yeah and see and that that's why it's important if you using your own cannabis uh byproduct like your leaves and stuff like that knowing that you're not spraying them with a bunch of nasty stuff right because you can you you can do you get other stuff out of that stuff i got you and then there's even full spectrum like extraction and everything so there's a lot in that too oh yeah for sure i concentrate full spectrum extraction or full or extra i don't remember it's hc full high con i fucking know. <laughs> You know, and then there's other products yeah, out there too. I'm smoking, uh, just you know. Like green plant nutrients I use a lot and they actually make an outdoor formula that you actually just broadcast underneath the plant according to the schedule and you, you leave it alone. You water it the one time and then when it rains, you know, you don't have to feed it. Other than that, you're just adding water to the top because the granules are time released. Oh, so like the more they're watered, the more they'll release. Right. Gotcha. Granules. I like that word. It's fancy. Well, I think at the end of the day, you got to take care of your body. You got to take care of yourself. Um, you know, millennials ain't so bad because now we're the old people too. That's why I think it's funny when people take, like, they spend, like, a whole decade, like, smashing on a certain generation. And I'm like, you know, we're, like, literally only 10 years younger than you assholes, right? <laughs> I'm like, it's a dick move, bro. But anyway, um, before we get out of here, I do want to tell you some of the myths of people over 40. Um, one of the myths that of people that are turning 40 right now that we don't take our job seriously um, and we don't stay at them very long. That's actually a myth. But also, we also do not take being underpaid like you bitches did. Mm, mm, right. Real answer. Um, while most of us think we're kids forever, we're not. Uh, and we know that. Um, our bodies are starting to hurt. <laughs> I think that's a fact. Um, I think another big myth is, is that as we're entering our 40s, it's time to buy houses and they're not affordable. But that's not why we're buying. And, and I mean, that is why we're not buying them is you want us to buy houses so that you can basically rape and pillage us. And we're not letting that happen by not buying them. I'm not buying a house until like, until the market comes down. If it never comes down, I guess I'll never get in, but you're not swindling me. Right. Um, I'm not going to go where I can't afford food to pay for a house. That's just, it's stupid. Yeah. I couldn't starve just because I needed a house. Um, I think that the, um, I think some of the biggest myths of people turning 40 hours that we're all the same. We're not, yeah. um, as a matter of fact, I, I think that if you look at just like something simple, like voting, we're not the same. Um, half of us like something else and then the other half, that's okay. That's what makes democracy cool. Um, it's, it's the half that can't take their L's that makes it not cool. Right. I mean, let's be honest. We've had this discussion. I'm not getting into it, but I'm just saying we're not the same. Um, and I also think that one of the biggest myths about people that are turning 40 in the next like five years or have turned 40 in the last five years is that we are, um, like we only care about ourselves. We're selfish. I think that's just the biggest crock of shit. You, you, I oh, think you have to go to young, I think you have to go way younger than us for that. 
Um, a lot of us grew up raising our siblings. A lot of us grew up working jobs to help our parents out. Um, a lot of people that are, are, are turning 40 that grew up as teenagers in the 90s and the early 2000s were becoming adults in the early 2000s and the late 90s. Like, no, dude, we, di we, we didn't have all this fun stuff. Um, we had to raise our siblings. We're just, we're, we don't really think about ourselves. Now, are, are, am I personally thinking about, uh, you know, making sure that, you know, my, 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 my mother's second cousin's niece is okay? I guess if you want to call that selfish, then you, no, I'm not. I'm worried about my kids and my grandkids and that's it. My sisters, my mom and my dad, you know, that's it really. My two stepbrothers, my three, well, my three stepbrothers, um, you know, things like that. Um, but I just don't feel like I'm really worried about like, like I told you earlier, I'm just not worried about what I was worried about when I was 20 and not anymore. No. I'm not. Um, I think that, uh, growing plants is fun and you really just gave me a, a reason you, you, you reminded me of why it's not so bad not to for sure. But you also reminded me of why it's fun. Right. We hate you for that. Cause for, for a lot of people, it's actually soothing. I mean, it's crazy. Actually, that's like what I was doing when I was going through all that separation stuff. Right. And then when I didn't want to be at home anymore at that house, that's when everything else. And I was like, well, I'm just going to shut the shop down and sell the equipment. I don't even fucking want to be here. I'm fucking moving anyway where I can't grow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And plus she was putting the screws to me. She was like, you better get this shit out of here before you leave. So I sold it. Right. Dirt cheap. Probably half what I paid for it, but I also got my money's worth out of it, of course. That is one good thing about grow equipment, newts. You get you a good 12 plants that are decent size, and it's paid for itself the first year. Oh, yeah. People are like, no. And I'm like, well, yes, because I know because I actually sold the weed I grew too at one time. So I know the fucking equipment pays for itself. And I used to do out the back door prices. So what you're about, what the prices are today for weed, if you get my drift, what I mean by out the back door prices, it's about what the fuck prices are today. I was actually really, 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 really good priced because I wanted to compete with the fucking dispensaries, if you want to know the truth. And um, so honestly, nah, man, I disagree with anyone that doesn't understand the concept of you have to spend a little money to make a little money. The equipment will pay for itself because you won't be buying that weed. Yep. I mean, honestly, dude, instantly, my ex instantly noticed that I wasn't dropping fucking $30, $40 an eighth anymore. That I wasn't, right. you know, spending 200 because back then it was like 200 bucks an ounce still. Right. And so, oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm raising five kids, paying child support on two of them. Yeah, we ain't buying shit. <laughs> we growing our shit. <laughs> Nickel Fritz. Then her brother used to talk shit to me all the time and then come buy weed for me, like half the price the dispensary would charge him. And I'm like, yeah, shut your ass up, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, it ain't that good of weed until you get it at a good price. Then all of a sudden, it's the only weed you'll buy. Shut your ass up. Right. That fool used to be such a hater. Um, so I'll tell you a secret that you don't know or that you know is not a secret to you. <laughs> and that, that um, pretty much anything I get my hands on or touch, I seem to be at least proficient or better at and for some reason it bothered that kid and i'll never understand it because i'm just not that kind of guy i'm i'm too worried about my lane to worry about anything anyone else is doing you know what i'm saying right but um and then i got my very merry band of misfits like you 
and we just be talking shit about weed and we just do what we want. It's so fun. I love this. So um, kind of remind people about like how the harvest works and why you have to plant in May or in some places you can plant as early as April or even March, depends on where you live. But, you know, if you live in New York, you're not going to plant until the end of May. If you live in Colorado, you can usually go on the ground at the beginning. You live in New York, you ain't growing outdoors unless you live in the country. A, and B, you better still have a greenhouse because you're going to have to get them big enough to go, when they go in the ground, they'll just and explode. Right, right, for sure. And that's another thing, knowing what size of a plant to put in the ground, otherwise you'll have a behemoth. Well, I mean, I mean, you just said you'll have a giant weed plant, and I was like, so what do you what's what's wrong well in some places like if it's visible to the public it's against the law oh yeah (laughs) that means if it gets over top of your pretty little fence it may be a no-no fuck that but yeah harvest is really important i mean you have to keep your eye on the trichomes when it comes that time of year you know, that's the most important thing, because if you don't pull it at the right time, your cannabis may not do quite what you want it to for you. And, mm-hmm. you know, you may not have the terpenes and the flavor and the taste that you were thinking you were going to get out of it. Oh, man, I've had that happen. I've had what we had one we call it. We called it the feed because it was fake weed and we rolled a bunch of blunts of it for a music video we were shooting because I didn't want to let these fools smoke all my real weed. <laughs> I told him, I was like, it's not going to get you high, but I'll, I'll have a few blunts that are real. But I was like, if you're just going to be standing around pre- looking like you're smoking these things for four hours, I'm not paying for that. Yeah, right. Heck no. I need to unload all this weed. I couldn't sell to nobody because it was, bro, we were rolling fucking like literal, like three chubbers, like as big as my thumb around, smoking them back to back and not getting stoned. Like I was like, I'd rather just have a cigarette at this point. Looks like weed, smells like weed, smokes like a Marlboro. Bro, I'm telling you. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to get out of here for this episode. Don't forget, guys, uh, on the next episode coming up, we've got having adult stoner kids be like and social media breaks. Can we social engineer that shit? That's what's up next. Chris, thank you again for always for hanging out with me. Um, if we see you on the next show, tight. Um, I'm going to go ahead and mute him and kick him out of here, but, um, cause I'm going to get out of here too. You're going to get out of here three. Um, and don't forget, uh, check out all of our great shows right here on wake and bake America show. Check out, of course, um, movie of the doobie. We've got, of course, control alt throw against the wall. Don't forget to check out the homies over at, um, did I say doobie in the doobie? I did. And then moonlight combo. And then of course, high tide stick coming soon. Uh, don't forget all of that. I'm out of here. We'll be back for another episode at some point because that's what we do. So you do, guy. Now. It's time for Two Birds and One Stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. I woke up so We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young nigga. I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed? We're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. Yeah, my mind, they said, 
You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Hey, maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Success.